up in Munster, Texas. Munster Milling has been around for 90 years. They've gone through four generations. They've gone from milling flour to livestock feed to all sorts of pet foods. And now Dallas-based Kato's Capital has acquired the food company and happily acquired the fourth-generation Felderhoff family to run it. Mitch Felderhoff is the president and uh, owner and fourth generation and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Thanks for having me, David. So, so for the first time in since 1932, somebody's going to be looking over your shoulder or the shoulder of the company, I guess. Well, we, we like to say they're, they're giving us shoulders to stand on because they're, they've, they've been very helpful so far and, and think they will be to get to the next level. You know, I didn't know if you needed it. I mean, I was looking at your revenues. Now, last time we talked, Actually, the last time we talked, you were a lot thinner. You'd been eating dog food for about a month but <laughs> to okay. prove how good it was. But you did because I saw revenues went from $22 million. You think they're going to be $40 million this year? What do, you need a, what do you need help for? That's the plan. You know, uh, as, as we grow, it's a very capital-intensive business, and uh, it's, we're not taking small bites anymore. Uh, we've got to take much bigger bites to, to be able to grow with our customer base. And we got to a point that we couldn't we couldn't borrow enough money to keep up with the growth of the company. And honestly, there's there's expertise and, and wisdom that comes from having partners that have been in the food space for you know three four decades, and and they offer a lot of tools to help with that. So uh, it just Chad and I have always been fully leveraged. We you know we bought the we bought the business from my parents, and um, we didn't have a giant pile of cash we could pull from. So. Uh, we, we needed to bring on some professionals to help us, you know, manage the growth of the business. So is it a matter of, of not demand, but supply? Can you not make enough? We are having a hard time making enough. Yeah. We're, we're, we're oversold on, on, on several different categories and uh, we can't make the product fast enough. So uh, instead of ordering, you know, one machine at a time, we're going to be able to order three or four. And, uh, and there's also a human capital side of it to, to bring on additional talent to help the business as well. So you still operate out of Monster. I, I, then you've got a place in Gainesville also. What do you, are you ex- going to expand those? Or? Yes, we have, uh, we have two facilities in Munster. We have a facility in Gainesville now, and we'll be adding a facility in the Metroplex as well. And then you'll ship out of here? Yep, we'll ship out of uh, all three locations, actually. That's that's quite remarkable. So where do you, so how do you grow? I mean, I, the only people I've seen really growing in this business have been Chewy, uh, only because you don't have to lug, you know, 40-pound bags of dog food into your house anymore. UPS does that for you. You know, the, the pet food market in general, uh, last year during COVID, there were like 11 million pets adopted. And so the number of dogs in the country went through the roof and you've got every pet owner is being more aware of what they're feeding their dog. And we happen to be in a category that makes probably the healthiest product with our freeze dried raw diets, uh, as supplements, treats and inclusion pieces for the food. It's intriguing, dude. You, you were looking for somebody, I guess, to help you out, but you guys want to continue to run it. And that's unusual. Usually somebody comes in with their money and they want to have their people who seem to always know how to do it better whether they do or not. Yeah. So Ch- Chad and I still are, are owners of the company. Uh, we didn't sell a hundred percent of the, the stock. We, we sold a portion of it and um, Chad runs the operations and I run the sales and marketing side of the business. So how do you, how do you market? Are you using social media for marketing? 
mostly social media and uh, really just guerrilla uh, marketing. Uh, we do lots of Facebook, Instagram, TikTok interaction type uh, content. We do YouTube videos and uh, just try and spread the word through uh, influencers as well. So the, the roots of the company are still there. I was looking on the website and, you know, it's not you've got dog food, obviously, but you've got you other pets, too. You know, I don't know, bird food. So you still livestock, too? Yeah, so we still do a lot of equine feed, and all the, the equine business is uh, very firmly rooted there in Munster, along with a good portion of the pet on the conventional kibble side of things. And then we've got uh, different freeze-dried products from treats to supplements to complete and balanced meals. So it's kind of a uh, – we've really just – created several new verticals within the business and, and trying to grow them all together. So once you get the supply going, are you in all the locations that you need to be? Uh, no, no, there's still plenty of room for that as well. So, uh, you know, we're regionally distributed here in Texas. We just brought on a distributor that's going to take us into the Midwest all the way up uh, north of Minnesota. And we're, we're talking to several opportunities on how to be distributed on the East and West Coast as well as international. Uh, you mentioned the pets, and I mean, it's certainly a growing number of pets, but it's also, it's a really crowded field with some really big, major, multi-billion dollar players in there. How do you distinguish yourself? How do you stand out? Well, uh, part of it comes when you eat the dog food for a month, you start to make a name for yourself. <laughs> you start getting mileage out of that? Yeah, you, uh, you get a little bit of credibility for how much you believe in the product, and uh, you know, there's, there's always going to be someone bigger and better. Uh, we also believe there's always someone that's going to come up with a better way. And so, uh, we we're happy to fight in the trenches and, and figure out, uh, new ways to, to get in front of the customer. And, and, uh, really the focus for us is what can we do that Amazon can't do? What can we do that Chewy can't do? And it's, it's one produce our own product, but two, there's customization aspects to what we do that, that help us separate from guys like that. You know, Munster's a wonderful place, and I love going up there. And actually, it was the last time we were together, you reminded me how much I like Munster. I've started going back up there again to go shopping and that sort of thing. But still, I mean, it's it's a long way. This is not where any anybody starting out, I think, would put a distribution hub, I wouldn't think. Well, um, there's a lot of distributors out there, and and there's there's, you know, plenty of different ways to buy pet food. And as we try to create the ultimate customized experience, it's uh, it's something that we follow all the way through from the manufacturing to the delivery of the product at someone's house. So this is all trucks, I guess, that that take it out of out of Gainesville and and Monster. Yeah, we actually we sh we do all of our shipments through FedEx and UPS. Oh, um, really? But so much of what we're doing on the on the shipment side is customization. So like, we'll, so this we'll is the one-offs where you're selling directly to the to the consumer. Yeah, we'll we'll customize one single bag of food. You can add bone broth or bacon fat or salmon oil to it. We mix it up, rebag it, write on the bag what we put in it, and send it to the house. That's outstanding. So, so what 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 does this allow you to do? You you mentioned it allows you another facility. Have you picked out a location in North Texas where or in Dallas Fort Worth where you're going to have the facility? Yeah, we're we're kind of uh, narrowing down to Denton. Um, it's still close enough to Munster where, you know, we've got a lot of good talent in Munster that can help us, you know, manage the business that can still make it to Denton and back without it being terribly inconvenient. Um, you know, it's Chad lives 
you know, right around the corner from it. And if he's going to be running the ship, uh, we definitely want him uh, where he can get to the steering wheel as quick as possible. And, uh, and we're very comfortable in that Denton area. Um, but it, uh, part of it is getting it as close as we could to the rest of the facilities. Yeah. So w- w- is this going to allow you to do anything other than the facilities that, that you haven't done? Are you going to uh, bring on a new line or anything? Yeah, no, there will be definitely new product offerings that, that come into the mix, especially from an exotic protein standpoint. Um, but really it's, it's, you know, the, the guys from Kano's, you know, their, their take on it was we like what you're doing and we want you to be able to do more of it. And they have, they have experience in, in your business. Yeah. So they are, they've been in the food industry for three, four decades and the, the pet food industry is, uh, really morphing into food industry 2.0 from food safety regulations and, uh, supply chain tracking and just visibility, transparency, transparency from start to finish. And we thought it was best to let's why not team up with people that have done that and done it well. Have you been hit by supply chain problems at all? We fight it every day. Really? Uh, we do. It's uh, it's not been super easy. Uh, it doesn't look like it's going to get easy anytime soon. Uh, but we have done our best to stay ahead of it. Uh, we've been pretty proactive when you know when COVID first started. We we basically just loaded up the warehouse with all the ingredients that we could find. And, and we were able to actually make it through without any significant shortages. So you had a sense that this was going to be a problem then? Uh, we, we did. We were able to see that there's going to be a constraint and there's going to be pressure on the supply chain. Uh, fortunately, we have, you know, our own grain elevator storage and, and we can bring in quite a bit of additional ingredients. And, and we had an awesome lender that worked with us that helped us, uh, you know, on the line of credit to, to add additional inventory. And uh, it, if we wouldn't have done it, it would have put us in a very difficult position. Well, I, you know, coming out of this, you're gonna, you'll be a Harvard casebook study, if not a best-selling author, out of this. There ought to be a good story <laughs> as you've made your way through this. So, is the deal closed? Have you got the money in the bank, and you're you're off and running? Yeah, we finalized everything uh, on August 10th, and so we've we've been working together now for a little over a month. All right. Well, look, we wish you all the luck, and and the growth is, I, I mean. Doubling revenues in a year, almost doubling revenues in a year is, is phenomenal. We expect you to, to do it again, I guess. Mitch Felderhoff's the uh, owner, president of uh, Munster Melling. It's good to have you with us again. Thanks a lot. Thanks, David. Thanks for more of our conversation with Mr. Felderhoff. Go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.